Hi, Thomas here. You're listening to a preview episode. You can enjoy the entire story tonight by subscribing to our supporters' feed. There you'll get access to the entire back catalogue, bonus episodes, and more, and it's all completely ad-free. Click the link below to learn more. And thank you so, so much. Me and the team really appreciate your support. Just about everyone knows the stories of the leprechauns. You may not have heard this tale before, but perhaps you've heard some like it, about a person tricked by one of these mischievous creatures. People say leprechauns are the shoemakers of the fairies. When they hold their infamous dances, the fairies spend so much time whirling and jigging, the soles of their shoes wear out. So they send them to the cobbler, just as we do. Leprechauns are no more than three feet tall and are said to wear the leather aprons of their trade. If you pass by one who is hard at work, you can hear the tap, tap, tapping of his tiny hammer as he mends the fairy shoes. Liam had grown up listening to the tales of all of these fantastical creatures. He knew better than to walk into the middle of a fairy ring those strange circles of grass and mushrooms you may spot from time to time in a meadow. And he'd never follow the sounds of a lilting tune drifting on the evening breeze from a mound off in the distance. That was how the fairies enticed you to dance with them. You'd twirl and skip and time would pass. When you came out of the mound, worn and weary, you'd find that your friends were long gone. He was also wary of leprechauns. Though they were each rumoured to have a pot of gold hidden away, retrieving it never seemed to work out the way one might hope. They were tricky fellows after all. Liam knew you had to watch out for fairies and others of the like. Sometimes there was good fortune to be had, but more often than not, it was better to keep your distance and leave the fair folk to themselves. Even now, as a man, he heard his mother's warnings in his head. Come straight home she used to say. And so, walking on the path between his house and the market square, he always remembered to do just that. Walk straight home and keep his eyes on the road. 
there was no sense in catching a glimpse of something strange and feeling the urge to explore it. Liam lived in a small cottage at the far end of his village. It had white walls, a thatched roof, and a carved wooden door painted forest green. The front garden was peppered with the sweetest wildflowers and plants you could imagine. There was wild cherry in the hedgerow, and little yellow blossoms of cowslip. Pale blue flowers dotted the kelly green grass that grew lush and thick by his front path. Liam considered himself quite lucky to have such a beautiful and cosy home. He delighted in returning to his familiar rooms after a day of errands or meeting with friends. Behind the cottage, there was a wooden bench. It was built years ago by a great-uncle who had come to visit when he was young. Now, one of Liam's favourite ways to spend an afternoon was sitting upon the bench with a cup of tea in hand reading a book, or watching the sheep grazing in a nearby field. This is what Liam planned to do today. He stood in his kitchen, gazing out the window at the hills in the distance. He followed the soft ups and downs of the grassy landscape with his eyes. It reminded him of waves rolling in toward a seashore, if the palette were green and sunny instead of blue and grey. 